Well, good morning, good morning, good morning. God bless you and Merry Christmas. What a blessing it is to be here with you on this beautiful Sunday morning. And I certainly hope that your uh, all sons and daughters day is going well on today. What a blessing it is to be here with you um, in the AM to um, declare to you the Brides of Christ Women's Ministries alignment for the new uh, equinox that we're entering into, the new solar we're entering into, and um, I wanted to um, come on and share it with you before I come back and share with you more from uh, the Rise of Christ Women's Ministries, Holy Convocation, Christmas Convocation 2020, The Adornment. So today I'm 20. I'm 20 on today, so I'm excited that you decided to stop by my feeds and to be here with me on the Stars of Heaven Network 8. And I'm so excited uh, to, to share this uh, new alignment with you in the Mezorah of God, the Mezorah of Christ, the universe of Christ. And I certainly hope your stars are aligning right now. Truly, um, um, it's a grand time, divine time for them to be aligned um, as we um, exit uh, 2019. So what a blessing it is to be here with you on today. And um, I actually posted this yesterday, but I was feeling um, under the weather and um, I decided to do it today. And so I'm feeling a lot better and I wanted to just make sure I got it in today because we're actually in the new equinox according to um, our agricultural calendar. Hallelujah. Levitical agriculture calendar, which was given to the children of Israel um, regarding the times and seasons of God, and uh, the agriculture calendar that was given to the children of Israel is simply given um, based on seed time and harvest, um, based on um, the seasons in our life um, and the seasons of God. So um, I'm really excited to um, share with you um, this um, divine alignment coming from um, the Levitical calendar. And um, I'm excited about it because um, it's, a, it's a dual thing going on. As we exit, we're, we're entering. So um, I'm just excited to share with you um, this new alignment that celebrates the month of Tevet. Um, Yod, which means 10. Um, and 10 represents completion. Hallelujah. And the word Tevet comes from the word, word that means good, which means Tov. And so um, I'm excited about this um, alignment because, again, as we exit 2019, we're also entering into um, the um, uh, Gogolian calendar of January 2020. So, um, truly, God is good. He said, Here, because they're heading out the tail, but not beneath. And I tell you, um, as we live, as I live in the spirit um, and walk in the spirit, um, He's doing it by His spirit. Amen. Jesus uh, uh, came to uh, show us the way to heaven. And, and, and everything He did was not just by the letter of the law, it was by by love 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 so um i'm excited to um 
show this alignment because again it, it speaks to not only the month of Tav um, but January and quickly I want to go to um, share with you some 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 good tidbits about the month of January because in January which is based on the go 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 girlian calendar where we live um, naturally being in heaven of the earth um, January is um, a month that is represented by new beginnings uh, it's a month of gateways and January is as well as all the other months were given names based on um, um, uh, by Greek philosophy and, and Greek uh, uh, mythology and I, I, I love mythology as you know <laughs> especially uh, all type of mythology and it's Greek Hebrew whatever it is I, I just love it um, and January which means Janus um, became the first month of the year in 700 BC um, when um, Numa uh, the Roman king added it and February to the calendar uh, Numa also moved the start of the year from March to January so there was a shifting and how the months were given according to the Gregorian calendar, but has not changed according to our Levitical calendar. So the thing about me coming to you with the divine alignment is to make sure you have that balance. Amen. And um, again, I don't follow uh, anything God gives me by the flesh or by um, the will of man. It's by the spirit and having that knowledge. Um and being fulfilled in, in, in Christ, which is being reconciled to Father God by way of the Spirit, amen, by way of the washing of the blood, by way of the Calvary, cross of Calvary, and uh, redemption. But Janus is, uh, or was the Roman God uh, of beginning and endings. He is also the God of gateways and gates, doors and doorways. So January is a very uh, important month, and 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 because it's, it's the it's the exit it's, it's the um, entrance into uh, our new year, which is represented by gateways and gates, doors and doorways, and it's really important for you to understand that as we prepare to come into 2020 at the end of this month, and and um, which will be actually a shifting into really a new era. Being uh, it'll be the, the year 2020. Um, and so it's really important to, to make sure you always watch your gateways. That's every day. You should be watching and praying every day. But especially at this time, you know, a, a time of a great reflection, a time of uh, closings, uh, whatever needs to be released that is not uh, in your life according to God's will, that which have, has expired that's in your life, or that which needs to be um, updated to be uh, um uh, renewed uh, is really important. Uh, and the thing that I love about the depiction of Janus is he has um, the depiction of two heads, which represents um, the beginning and the end, front and back, which is also um, um, symbolic of Jesus because Jesus said he is Alpha and Omega. He's beginning and the end. He's the first and the last. So um, everything that um, I learn about 
um, you know, my, not only my prophetic history and my destiny and, and my identity, who I am, it, it's, it confirms it in, in, in the earth realm because um, our deity, um, our identity is given to us by God. And so the celestial um, and the cosmic uh, uh, bears witness of that. Because again, God created everything, <laughs> even uh, the universe. So I just wanted to share that with you that um, this is an important time to make sure that um, we are aligned, first and foremost, according to God's will, not just based on what we want, uh, based on what we're doing for us, uh, fulfilling our goals, but really aligned by being reconciled to the Father by way of repentance, by way of the redemption, by way of the cross of Calvary. And um, that's the place I live. That's the place that I emulate from, which is from um, the holy city, the New Jerusalem. Now, the one thing that's interesting about um, Janus, the Roman god, um, and not only what his name means, but um, Janus is also taken from the word janitor, janitor and again that speaks of uh, maintenance <laughs> maintenance and um, it's important for us to um, make sure we're doing our daily maintenance so that um, our gateways can stay open um, the doors of the church can stay open our heart can stay open most importantly the heavens can stay open of our life and and um, the only way we can do that and make sure that happens is by um, living uh, pure and staying pure in the spirit now, um, uh, the Saxons called the month, uh, this month, Wolf, Wolf Manath, Manath, meaning Wolf Month. So you have, to, you have really have to also be careful of uh, the little foxes, <laughs> the little foxes that spoil our vine, and um, uh, the wolf that will come to uh, try to devour um, our pathways or devour that which God has given us. So I just really wanted to touch on um, the importance of January and share with you some history on how this month came to be on the Gregorian calendar and um, what it represents. Now I'm going to go um, to my Facebook post because that's where I'm at right now. So if you would like, you can go to uh, my Facebook post, Brides of Christ Ministries on um, Facebook. Um, this is where I have um, this alignment posted. Um, I'm coming to you today from Anchor, one of uh, my uh, sister's uh, stations. And um, I will be back later in the day to minister from blog talk radio so um, I wanted to do this alignment from anger so I could um, get it done so I can come back and share with you more of the BOC uh, Christmas convocation 2020 the adornment now as I was sharing with you um, Tevit um, is the month um, that represents um, completion because this is where we wind everything up. Wind everything up. This is where we wrap things up. But at the same time, this is um, also the start of uh, uh, a new season for the 
Gregorian, I mean, for the Levitical calendar, which is the fourth season. Um, and it is marked by the season of winter. Winter, winter, winter. So, again, everything God does, he does um, according to his will, and whether it's in season or out of season. But the seasons are given to us um, to um, as a timeline. Um, as a way of fulfilling God's timing, um, His will in a particular time, and those seasons are important because God has ordained those seasons for His purpose, and it's why it's really important to make sure that you're not out of your timing, uh, you're not out of your season, to make sure that you're in your season and in your timing, because some things God has ordained to happen at certain times, and so it's a real danger to try to, try to get ahead of God and see what he's saying and try to make come to pass in the flesh and not allow things to happen in season. And so in this season of, of the mass of Christ, we celebrate his birthing um, uh, of where it was recorded. He was born during this time and, and we celebrate um, uh, his, uh, his coming into the earth realm. Now, the Hebrew letter Yod brings in good. Yod is symbolic for the hand of God. Tevik begins its cycle with the last days of Hanukkah, ushering in the plan of God. So what's happening right now is we celebrate Christ and celebrate Christmas and our praise our celebration will literally just usher us into the presence of God, which is by joy. And that's why I so love the Christmas season, because um, if you're really just, if you're really celebrating Christ and the birth of Christ, if he's being birthed anew in, in your heart and in, in your soul and your spirit, um, that alone <laughs> would do it. Amen. And I love God's festivals and his feasts because they, they are times of celebration. And that's why I speak about celebration so much because celebration gets it done. It just does. When you're celebrating uh, yourself, you're celebrating God, celebrating uh, each other, the celebration itself will, will do the work. So I, I, I just wanted to say that as well. Uh, I pray that you stay in a place of celebration, which is a place of joy. And find a reason to celebrate. <laughs> There's so many reasons to celebrate uh, uh, that keep us in a joyful spirit. Now, this day is the climax, the culmination day of Hanukkah, which is the eighth day. And again, eight represents new life, new beginnings. The eight also represents circumcision. Circumcision. So this is a time where God, again, is cutting away uh, some things. Just as the month of January and its many means, janitor, cleaning up, cutting away of that which is not needed. And um, um, that's the thing that's important for us to understand as believers when you come to Christ. Because, again, when, when I gave my heart to Christ, that's what he did. I, I received salvation by not only the confession of my mouth, but the belief in my heart. And in me confessing him and believing in my heart, it immediately cut away those things that was not like him. And that's when the process of sanctification began. So uh, circumcision of heart is very important. 
because you can cut away all natural things. You can cut out certain things of your diet. You can cut out and have all these rules and regulations. But if your heart is not pure, if your heart is full of malice and full of things that uh, pollute and defile you or keeps you from God, then um, you really will not be able to see the blessings you really want to see in your life come to pass. And for that, I, um, for the uh, circumcision heart, I, he gave me Romans, the second chapter, 28 to 29 verse. Well, we see um, St. Paul, Apostle Paul, uh, defying who is a Jew. Uh, and he said, for he is not a Jew, which is one outwardly, neither is that circumcision which is outward in the flesh. But he is a Jew, which is one inwardly. And circumcision is that of the heart in the spirit, not in the letter. Excuse me. Whose praise is not of men, but of God. So that's confirmation of what I just said. Circumcision is of the heart. And being a Jew is, is based on your inward parts. Your inward heart. Now he goes on to say that um, there's neither Jew or Greek. Because we're all one in Christ. But um, we must remember, Jesus said salvation is, is of the Jews. And being a Jew is not just one, being one that's religious or based on nationality or um culture is one that's based on the state of the heart and that's what he's saying here now the eighth day is called Zat Hanukkah and Zat means this and I tell you this is it this is it <laughs> it's on Hallelujah. Uh, so in the Zat meaning this it is also called the final seal Hallelujah, the final seal. And, uh, and and that's what he's doing. He's sealing 2019. He says he sealed us. We've been sealed with the day of, until the day of redemption. He's also sealing what he has purposed and he's planned um, for our life, even the coming year. And for that, he gave me Romans, the fourth chapter, 11 through 13 verse, where um, Apostle Paul is saying here, that he received the sign of circumcision, a seal of righteousness of the faith, which he had not, which he had yet been circumcised, that he might be the father of all them that believe. Though they be not circumcised, that the righteousness might be imputed unto them also. And the father of circumcision to them who are not of the circumcisions only, but who also walk in the steps of the father, of the faith of our father Abraham, which he had being yet uncircumcised. He goes on to say in verse 13, for the promise that he should be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through law but through the righteousness of faith. Hallelujah. So again, that's confirmation that um, 
being heirs of salvation, heirs of the world, which he said the meek shall inherit the, the earth, uh, it comes by the righteousness of faith. Hallelujah. So uh, that's the thing that I, I hope that you you, you, t- you you take with you into 2020 is that um, God is always strengthening our faith, taking us from faith to faith and from glory to glory in this present image of the Lord. And that um, we are justified by faith. Amen. Um, Jesus said when he returned, shall he find faith upon the earth. Amen. So, um. I just wanted to share that with you because circumcision is 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 uh, very important. The cutting away um, uh, of some things, and as with everything, there's openings and there's endings. And um, in order for us to walk in the fulfillment of God, to see the will of God fulfilled in our life, um, um, there has to be um, change. Amen. <laughs> change. Now. Um, the constellation that's celebrated in the month of January is symbolic of the Jedi Capricorn, which is represented by the kid, the goat. Now, the thing about the kid and the goat, uh, which represents immaturity, And that's really interesting because I'm going to be talking about in, a, in, a, in, a, in the coming broadcast today about um, uh, play and having a childlike spirit. But in this in this alignment, the kid is, rep- is speaking of maturity for as character, character, and um, when you have something that's immature by character that is and can be a major flaw can be a very major flaw and the thing that 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 the word of god talks about in us being mature uh growing in him is that anything that grows uh, is in light it's in light and i'm going to share it with, with that more with you in a little bit a little bit later about the light but um the thing that he was saying to me when he went in, in me um, preparing uh, the alignment was that we have to make sure that we're maturing and we're growing. And one thing that will stunt your growth um, is sin. Sin will, will, will arrest your development. And sin will um, cause you to stay stagnant. Stagnant. It will not allow your soul to grow, your spirit to grow. That's why it's so important to have uh, uh, holy teaching, biblical teaching, um, or any teaching that's based on truth. And um, that's why it's so important to live in the spirit because uh, spirit is life. Living in the spirit, in the spirit of Christ. He said, my, spirits are, uh, my, my words are spirit and they are life. Now, the thing that is interesting about the kid or the goat or being immature is that it's associated with the eye. More specific, evil eye. And anything that's immature, especially if it's in rebellion, 
uh, and, and it's immature because of rebellion and disobedience. Um, it will be selfish. The thing with an evil eye is that it's associated with selfishness and with people who are selfish. And, and that's associated with people who uh, are covetousness, have covetousness, um, have envy. And uh, that's the thing we have to be uh, watchful for as we come into the new year is the eye. Now, while maturity is seen as the good eye or a generous person, um, it's important to know that uh, that the Jedi, the goat, um, if you are uh, uh, good, tov, uh, that will bring forth goodness and, gener and, and, and generosity. And that's, again, the blessing of the new year. Um, and uh, Tovashana, uh, Brashashana uh, of the new year, and celebrating the new year. And this is, again, a new year. <laughs> and normally we celebrate it in, in September, but it's still uh, relevant here, meaning good. So um, I'm truly uh, wishing you a good year, a happy new year um, as we come into January. Now, Tov means meaning good or the good eye. And Ion Tov showing us that Capricorn the goat will bring us a message of a generous person. Hallelujah. So that's the thing that we want. We want to make sure that we are watchful and prayerful as we um, come into 2020 and the people that we uh, encounter or, or receive. Amen. Jesus said, The thief only come in but the kill, so and destroy, but I come that you have life in that more abundantly. So in, for us to have, in order for us to have abundant life, we have to make sure that we are, first and foremost, uh, representing the good. Amen. Now, um, when he gave me that, I wanted to add Luke the 11th chapter, the 9th through 13th verse, because as we celebrate the Mass of Christ and as I praise the Lord for uh, gifts, because this season is represented by gifts, um, gifts that was given to Christ when he was born by the wise men when they came and brought all um, uh, 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 perfume and, and, and ointments and, uh, and oils in, in celebrating him. Uh, he was saying that then in order for us to have the good eye, not an evil eye, again, that's the state of the heart. Amen. The state of the heart. And not only the state of the heart, but it speaks to the motive. Because he said, where well, man's treasure is, there will his heart be also. Amen. So uh, you have to be careful of those who um, have this evil eye, uh, who will prey on you and, 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 and because they don't have not done the work, don't want to do the work, looking for shortcuts uh, or just selfish being in the flesh, wanting what they want by the flesh. As James said, you have not because you ask not. 
And if you ask, you ask amiss that you may consume it upon your own lust. So anything that we desire from God, we have to make sure that um, we're desiring it for the right reason, for the right purpose. If not, it's just waste. <laughs> and if you do if you do receive what you ask for and it's good, it won't be good when you finish with it because it'll be corrupt. Because <laughs> you consumed it in the flesh, not consumed it in the light of the Lord, where it brings forth life. But let me go to Luke 11, chapter 9 to 13 verse. He says, And I say unto you, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Amen. So it's just real simple. Real simple. The gospel is simple. He said, if you ask, it shall be given. You seek, you shall find. Knocking door shall be open. That's the process. Verse 10, he says, for everyone that ask it, receive it. He that seek it, find it. And to him that knock it, the door shall be opened. Uh, and the thing is, uh, with this simple application, this simple scripture, if you apply it um, with the right spirit, the right motive, as he lead and guides you into all truth to where your blessing is, uh, you'll receive what you, what you have. Amen. And the thing is, people are not, are not um, asking in faith. They're asking God uh, for it, but then they... They seek it from places where his promises are not found. So ask, seek, and knock is the simple application of coming into the thing that you believe in God for. Verse 11, he says, If a son shall ask bread any of, of any of you that is a father, will you give him a stone? So he's saying, I know what you have needed before you ask. If you, if being a father in the natural, if you ask your son asks you for bread, would you give him a stone? No, you would give him what he asked for. He said, or well, if he asks a fish, will, will he for a fish give him a serpent? So we have to trust that God knows what we need and that he's there to supply every need. The word of God says every good and perfect gift coming down from the Father lights. Um, and he delights to give us the kingdom. Amen. At his right hand is pleasure forevermore. Now he goes on to say, or, it's another parable, or if he shall ask an egg, will you offer him a scorpion? The answer is no. He said, if ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more? Shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask Him? Now it's, it's really something He said. All He gave all these parables about uh, uh, what the parables about uh, if they ask about a fish or an egg. But at the end of, of the Scripture, He said, if "You ask the Holy Spirit to give it to Him." So that's what we should be asking for, Father God. Give me Your Spirit. Give me Your guidance. Give me. Um, your insight because the Holy Spirit is is the person that knows what everything is <laughs> he's the one that will uh, he's the mediator that will open the door for us and um, keep the, the ways open for us to receive it so he says so if you ask me to give you the Holy Spirit will I not give it to you he says surely and that without measure 
So I just wanted to make sure that I included the Luke 11 chapter because in us um, wanting to see the fulfillment of God in our life for 2020 um, and God's will fulfilled, this is one of the scriptures that will get you there. Now, um, I continue the alignment by sharing that the star system and the celestial and in and, and Mezzarah, the goat has a tail of a fish, meaning a generous person. And that is simply speaks of Christ, who gave his chi, or chai, meaning life as a sacrifice. Jedi comes the living fish which is the sign of the multitudes of the redeemed who have been given life because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ our Messiah. Amen. So the fish uh, is representative of souls and life and Jesus um, gave his life for us and gave his life for me which is why now I'm saved <laughs> and, and he's now uh, the fisher of men now um, the tribe that celebrated this month is the tribe of Dan and Dan means uh, to judge now um, the tribes in uh, the Mezzarah is very important that's why I include the tribes because again um, the twelve tribes and the meaning of the tribes, um, which are 12, have the 12 personalities that is syncopated with um, the different um, signs that comes with the 12 months. So um, each tribe has a spirit and an energy that is released in that season. And... Um, when we are um, walking in the spirit and we're um, following the scriptures according to Jesus, um, we will see all of that come alive. Amen. Uh, it says Dan is symbolic um, to a snake who bites with venom of his anger. Now, which here we here it talks about the eye again. The eye of the snake, which represents Satan, um, symbolically, is the evil eye, who does what? Comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And again, Jesus said, I can't let you have life that more abundantly. So, whether it's the um, eye of the wrong goat, or the eye of the snake, or simply a person, the eyes have it. And um, again, I, 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 N means I, which represents light. And that's another thing that Jesus talked about in him coming to show us the way to heaven and preaching the gospel. He said, if the eye is full of light, then the whole body will be full of light. But he said, if your eye be darkened, your whole body is full of darkness. So we have to make sure that our eyes are full of light. And, and, and um, as the saying goes, the eyes are windows to the soul. 
And so that's talking about the, the, the natural eye, but it really speaks about our spiritual eye because it's what our spiritual eye we're able to see. Amen. And that's why it's important to make sure that you're hearing the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, you're hearing the voice of God and what he's saying because, again, his, spirit, his words are spirit and life and his spirits are it's light. When Jesus speaks, it, 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 it penetrates the darkness. And um, we must remember that one of his names is Elroy, meaning all-knowing, all-seeing, seven spirits of God. He always knows and he sees everything. Now, um, the two, our two eyes are given to us um, for the ability to constantly discern, which is very important at this time, being able to discern what to accept and what to reject. And we always want to accept the good and reject the evil. And this is what's being heard right now um, in the Mass of Christ. Amen. In the awakening or the reawakening and the birthing of the newborn King. Amen. Um, not only in, in the world, but in you. And so for that, I gave you Isaiah, the seventh chapter, the 14th through the 16th verse, which I've shared with you during um, this massive season of celebrating um, Christ and his adornment. Now, I want to touch on the focus on this month or what we need to be cultivating this month, uh, which is correct anger. Correct anger. Um, and how important it is to have a positive anger. Because Proverbs says, anger reset it in the bosom of a fool. It's, it's natural for us to have the emotions of anger. Um, he said, be angry but sin not. And so the thing that I so love about being the New Testament church is knowing that God is no longer angry with me that he his anger was appeased by the sacrifice of Jesus and what Jesus did so I'm not I'm not on that row <laughs> I don't live in anything anger that represents anger I live in God's peace and his righteousness and his favor and so one of the things you want to be careful of this year is watch watch that spirit of anger that's triggered or that's released by people who um are not righteous because um, ungodly, even a demonic anger comes from people who are um, unrighteous. And I would even say demonic because I've experienced that in my own life. I'm like, okay, how can you be angry with me when I don't even know you? You mad at me? I don't even know you? Like, where's this coming from? <laughs> so a lot of things that comes from um, anger uh, is rooted uh, beyond uh, you. It's really the enemy, especially if you've been redeemed by the Lord. The devil is still mad that I got away. <laughs> He's still mad that uh, what he purposed and planned for me didn't happen. Because it was interrupted by salvation. It was interrupted by holiness. It was interrupted by Jesus and what he did. So I wanted to touch on that. Um, if you experience any anger in the new year, make sure that it's... Uh, that, First and foremost, make sure it's not triggered by anything evil. Or if it, if it comes up in you, make sure that you discern why it is. You know, and even if you know what it is, don't let it um, 
cause you to sin. Um, and it's, it's a blessing to have a righteous indignation. Jesus had a righteous indignation. That's how he was able to, why well, he went and turned over the, the, the tables in the temple. He was a very meek and humble man, but he was also uh, had a, a, a powerful indignation, which came from God. Amen. And having a righteous indignation will release the fire of God. And that fire will give clarity. Amen. It will burn up and scorch anything that should not be. It will remove anything that should not be. That is not in truth or makes of a lie. That makes of a lie. So you want to make sure that you're not um, having anything that makes of a lie. Um, now, possessing the attribute of correct anger will preserve life. Again, righteous, righteous indignation always will preserve life, not destroy it, which is why God said he would not destroy the earth anymore with uh, water, but with fire, but it will be by his righteous indignation. And with the wrath of God, which comes judgment, he has no respect for a person. And I included Mark, the third chapter, the first through the second verse, where... Um, we see how they accused him of doing something righteous on the Sabbath day. And um, Jesus, um, when he looked around about on them with anger, being grieved at the hardness of their heart, um, he spoke and stretched out his hand and restored the man as whole. So having a righteous anger and a righteous indignation gets some get stuff done. It really will. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I got things done in anger. I mean, sometimes you got to be pushed to that point to get it done. Amen. <laughs> so God knows how to um, get us moving. God knows how to um, light a fire under us. And whatever righteous indignation you have about anything, keep it. Amen. We need uh, people who have that type of fire, which comes from our conviction. Amen. It comes from the passion of God. It comes from God himself. That's one of his attributes. So I really pray that this, that the year coming in, that, you know, you will have a fresh indignation, a fresh passion, a fresh stand uh, that will, that will uh, manifest God's righteousness. Now I'm going to wrap this up um, by what I shared regarding um, being able to transform any uh, negative energy or spirit, any demonic influences, uh, we have the power to change that by the power of God, um, by His authority, and most importantly, by the power of love. Love, 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 love. And I'm going to end on that note because... Um, What's important to know is that love changes everything. It does. Love changes everything. And when we walk in love and understand the power of love, um, it is the purest, um, most powerful energy in the universe and in heaven. Um... And the thing about love, which, which we should be striving for, is that being made perfect in love 
will not only protect us, uh, but will have the power to rebuke demonic spirits and transmute lower energies. I'm, I'm going to always go back to love because it was love uh, and by love that God chose to fulfill his will. Amen. It was by love he chose to redeem us and re redeem his creation. And um, everything God does, he does by his expression of love, his uh, uh, ecstasy towards us, his passion towards us. And um, I just want you to, to remember that, that whatever we do, it should be done by love. And in God's choosing to express his love by creation, by redemption, coming into the earth in sonship, in the holy divinity of his son, Jesus Christ, whom all power and dominion is given in heaven and earth. Love is the message. Love is the message of the gospel and of the kingdom of heaven that was taught to us by our rabbi when he declared the commandment of God which is he said on these two and the prophet and the law love the Lord thy God with all their heart their mind and soul and their strength and love thy neighbor as thyself and when we love accordingly to this commandment according to the commandment of God we are complete and fulfill the will of God because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. Amen. So I just wanted to share that with you. Love, love, love. Amen. Keep your vibration of love, the energy of love high. Amen. Love is the purifier. Love is the thing that will keep us um, protected and keep us moving forward. Amen. And again, love is the axle that keeps my universal world spinning. Amen. Peace, blessings, and much love. And I'll talk with you in a few hours. I'm going to get some rest and come back and be with you on Lisa Reed's Bride's Bubbly and Brunch. Peace, blessings. Speak with you soon. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning. God bless you and Merry Christmas. What a blessing it is to be here with you on this beautiful Sunday morning. And I certainly hope that your uh, All Sons and Daughters Day is going well on today. What a blessing it is to be here with you um, in the AM to um, declare to you the Brides of Christ Women's Ministries alignment for the new uh, equinox that we're entering to, the new solar we're entering to. And um, I wanted to um, come on and share it with you before I come back and share with you more from uh, the Brides of Christ Women's Ministries Holy Convocation, Christmas Convocation 2020, The Adornment. So today I'm 20. I'm 20 on today. So I'm excited that you decided to stop by my feeds and to be here with me on the Stars of Heaven Network 8. And I'm so excited uh, to, to share this uh, new alignment with you. 
in the Mezerah of God, the Mezerah of Christ, the universe of Christ. And I certainly hope your stars are aligning right now. Truly, um, um, it's a grand time, divine time for them to be aligned um, as we um, exit uh 2019. So what a blessing it is to be here with you on today. And um, I actually posted this yesterday, but I was feeling um, under the weather and um, I decided to do it today. And so I'm feeling a lot better and I wanted to just make sure I got it in today because we're actually in the new equinox according to um, our agriculture calendar. Hallelujah. Levitical agriculture calendar, which was given to the children of Israel um, regarding the times and seasons of God. And uh, the agriculture calendar that was given to the children of Israel is simply given um, based on seed time and harvest, um, based on um, the seasons in our life um, and the seasons of God. So um, I'm really excited to um, share with you um, this um, divine alignment coming from um, the Levitical calendar. And um, I'm excited about it because um, it's, a, it's a dual thing going on. As we exit, we're, we're entering. So um, I'm just excited to share with you um, this new alignment that celebrates the month of Tevet. Um, Yod, which means 10. Um, and 10 represents completion. Hallelujah. And the word Tevet comes from the wood word that means good, which means Tov. And so um, I'm excited about this um, alignment because, again, as we exit 2019, we're also entered into um, the... Um, uh, Gogol encounter of January 2020. So, um, truly, God is good. He said, Here, because they had not the tail bump and not beneath. And I tell you, um, as we live, as I live in the spirit um, and walk in the spirit, um, He's doing it by His spirit. Amen. Jesus uh, uh, came to uh, show us the way to heaven. And, and, and everything He did was not just by the letter of the law, it was by by love, 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 love. So um, I'm, I'm excited to um, share this alignment because, again, it, it speaks to not only the month of Tav, um, but January. And quickly, I want to go to um, share with you some, some, some good tidbits about the month of January because in January, which is based on the Go 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 Girlian calendar where we live, um, naturally being the inhabitants of the earth. Um, January is um, a month that is represented by new beginnings. Uh, it's a month of gateways. And January, is, as well as all the other months, were given names based on um, um, uh, by Greek philosophy and, and Greek uh, uh, mythology. And I, I, I love mythology as you know <laughs> especially uh, all type of mythology and it's Greek, Hebrew, whatever it is I, I just love it um, and January which means Janus um, became the first month of the year in 700 BC 
um, when um, Numa, uh, the Roman king, added it in February to the calendar. Uh, Numa also moved the start of the year from March to January. So there was a shifting in how the months were given according to the Gregorian calendar but has not changed according to our Levitical calendar. So the thing about me coming to you with the divine alignment is to make sure you have that balance. Amen. And um, again, I don't follow uh, anything God gives me by the flesh or by um, the will of man. It's by the spirit and having that knowledge um, and being fulfilled in, in, in Christ, which is being reconciled to Father God by way of the Spirit, amen, by way of the washing of the blood, by way of the Calvary, cross of Calvary, and uh, redemption. But Janus is, uh, or was the Roman God, uh, of beginning and endings. He is also the God of gateways and gates, doors and doorways. So January is a very uh, important month, and 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 because it's, it's the it's the exit it's, it's the um, entrance into uh, our new year, which is represented by gateways and gates, doors and doorways, and it's really important for you to understand that as we prepare to come into 2020 at the end of this month, and and um, which will be a, actually a shifting into really a new era. Being uh, it'll be the, the year 2020. Um, and so it's really important to, to make sure you always watch your gateways. That's every day. You should be watching and praying every day. But especially at this time, you know, a, a time of a great reflection, a time of uh, closings, uh, whatever needs to be released that is not uh, in your life according to God's will, that which have, has expired that's in your life, or that which needs to be um, updated to be uh, um uh, renewed uh, is really important. Uh, and the thing that I love about the depiction of Janus is he has um, the depiction of two heads, which represents um, the beginning and the end, front and back, which is also um, um, symbolic of Jesus because Jesus said he is Alpha and Omega. He's beginning and the end. He's the first and the last. So um, everything that um, I learn about, um, you know, my, not only my prophetic history and my destiny and, and my identity, who I am. It, it's, it confirms it in 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 the earth realm because um, our deity, um, our identity, is given to us by God. And so, the celestial um, and the cosmic uh, uh, bears witness of that. Because again, God created everything, <laughs> even uh, the universe. So I just wanted to share that with you that um, this is an important time to make sure that um, we are aligned, first and foremost, according to God's will, not just based on what we want, uh, based on what we're doing for us, uh, fulfilling our goals, but really aligned by being reconciled to the Father by way of repentance, by way of the redemption, by way of the cross of Calvary. And um, that's the place I live. That's the place that I emulate from which is from um, the Holy City, the New Jerusalem. Now, the one thing that's interesting about um, Janus, the Roman gods, um, and not only what his name means, 
But um, Janus is also taken from the word janitor. Janitor. And again, that speaks of uh, maintenance. <laughs> maintenance. And um, it's important for us to um, make sure we're doing our daily maintenance so that um, our gateways can stay open. Um, the doors of the church can stay open. Our heart can stay open. Most importantly, the heavens can stay open over our life. And, and um, the only way we can do that and make sure that happens is by um, living uh, pure and staying pure in the spirit. Now, um, uh, the Saxons called the month, uh, this month, Wolf, Wolf Mana. Manath, meaning wolf month. So you have to have, really have to also be careful of uh, the little foxes, <laughs> the little foxes that spoil our vine, and um, uh, the wolf that will come to uh, try to devour um, our pathways or devour that which God has given us. So I just really wanted to touch on um, the importance of January and share with you some history on how this month came to be on the Gregorian calendar and um, what it represents. Now I'm going to go um, to my Facebook post because that's where I'm at right now. So if you would like, you can go to uh, my Facebook post, Brides of Christ Ministries on um, Facebook. Um, this is where I have um, this alignment posted. Um, I'm coming to you today from Anchor, one of uh, my uh, sister's uh, stations. And um, I will be back later in the day to minister from Blog Talk Radio. So um, I wanted to do this alignment from Anchor so I could um, get it done. So I can come back and share with you more of the BOC Christmas Convocation 2020, The Adornment. Now, as I was sharing with you, um, Tevet um, is the month um, that represents um, completion. Because this is where we wind everything up. Wind everything up. This is where we wrap things up. But at the same time, this is um, also the start of uh, uh, a new season for the I mean for the Levitical calendar which is the fourth season um, and it is marked by the season of winter 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 so again everything God does he does um, according to his will and whether it's in season or out of season but the seasons are given to us um, to um, as a timeline um, as a way of fulfilling God's timing um, and His will in a particular time. And those seasons are important because God has ordained those seasons for His purpose. And it's why it's really important to make sure that you're not out of your timing. Uh, you're not out of your season. To make sure that you're in your seasoning, in your timing. Because some things God has ordained to happen at certain times. And so it's a real danger to try, to try to get ahead of God and see what he's saying and try to make come to pass in the flesh and not allow things to happen in season. And so in this season of, of the mass of Christ, we celebrate his birthing um, uh, of where it was recorded. He was born during this time and, and we celebrate um, 
um, his um, his coming into the earth realm. Now the Hebrew letter Yod brings in good. Yod is symbolic for the hand of God. Tevik begins its cycle with the last days of Hanukkah, ushering in the plan of God. So what's happening right now is we celebrate Christ and celebrate Christmas and our praise, our celebration will literally just usher us into the presence of God, which is by joy. And that's why I so love the Christmas season, because um, if you're really just if you're really celebrating Christ and the birth of Christ, if he's being birthed anew in, in your heart and in, in your soul, and your spirit, um, that alone <laughs> would do it. Amen. And I love God's festivals and his feasts because they, they are times of celebration. And that's why I speak about celebration so much, because celebration gets it done. It just does. When you're celebrating uh, yourself, you're celebrating God, celebrating uh, each other, the celebration itself will, will do the work. So I, I, I just wanted to say that as well. Uh, I pray that you stay in a place of celebration, which is a place of joy. And find a reason to celebrate. <laughs> There's so many reasons to celebrate uh, uh, that keep us in a joyful spirit. Now, this day is the climax, the culmination day of Hanukkah, which is the eighth day. And again, eight represents new life, new beginnings. The eight also represents circumcision. Circumcision. So this is a time where God, again, is cutting away uh, some things. Just as the month of January, in its many means, janitor, cleaning up, cutting away of that which is not needed. And um, um, that's the thing that's important for us to understand as believers when you come to Christ. Because, again, when, when I gave my heart to Christ, that's what he did. I, I received salvation by not only the confession of my mouth, but the belief in my heart. And in me confessing him and believing in my heart, it immediately cut away those things that was not like him. And that's when the process of sanctification began. So uh, circumcision of heart is very important. Because you can cut away all natural things. You can cut out certain things of your diet. You can cut out and have all these rules and regulations. But if your heart is not pure, if your heart is full of malice and full of things that uh, pollute and defile you or keeps you from God, then um, you really will not be able to see the blessings you really want to see in your life come to pass. And for that, I, um, for, uh, circumcision your heart uh, he gave me Romans the second chapter 22 and 29 verse well we see um, St. Paul Apostle Paul uh, define who is a Jew uh, and he said for he is not a Jew which is one outwardly neither is that circumcision which is outward in the flesh but he is a Jew, which is one inwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart in the spirit, not in the letter. Excuse me. Whose praise is not of man, but of God. 
So that's confirmation of what I just said. Circumcision is of the heart. And being a Jew is, is based on your inward parts. Your inward heart. Now he goes on to say that um, there's neither Jew or Greek. Because we're all one in Christ. But um, we must remember, Jesus said salvation is, is of the Jews. And being a Jew is not just one, being one that's religious or based on nationality or um, culture. It's one that's based on the state of the heart. And that's what he's saying here. Now, the eighth day is called Zat, Hanukkah. And Zat means this. And I tell you, this is it. This is it. <laughs> it's on. Hallelujah. Uh, so, in the Zat meaning this, it is also called the final seal. Hallelujah. The final seal. And, uh, and, and that's what he's doing. He's sealing 2019. As he sealed us, we've been sealed with the day of until the day of redemption. He's also sealing what he has purposed and he's planned um, for our life, even the coming year. And for that, he gave me Romans, the fourth chapter, 11 to 13 verse, where um, Apostle Paul is saying here that he received the sign of circumcision, a seal of righteousness of the faith. Which he had not, which he had yet been circumcised, that he might be the father of all them that believe. Though they be not circumcised, that the righteousness might be imputed unto them also. And the father of circumcision to them who are not of the circumcisions only, but who also walk in the steps of of the father of the faith of our father Abraham which he had being yet uncircumcised he goes on to say in verse 13 for the promise that he should be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through law but through the righteousness of faith hallelujah so again that's confirmation that um being heirs of salvation, heirs of the world, which he said, the meek shall inherit the, the earth. Uh, it comes by the righteousness of faith. Hallelujah. So uh, that's the thing that I, I hope that you you, you, t you you take with you into 2020 is that um, God is always strengthening our faith, taking us from faith to faith and from glory to glory in this present image of the Lord. And that um, we are justified by faith. Amen. Um, Jesus said when he returned, shall he find faith upon the earth. Amen. So um, I just wanted to share that with you because circumcision is, is, is uh, very important. The cutting away um, uh, of some things. And as with everything, there's openings and there's endings. And um, in order for us to walk into the fulfillment of God, to see the will of God fulfilling our life, um, um, there has to be um, change. Amen. <laughs> change. Now, um, the constellation that's celebrated in the month 
of January is symbolic of the Jedi Capricorn, which is represented by the kid, the goat. Now the thing about the kid and the goat, uh, which represents immaturity, And that's really interesting because I'm going to be talking about in, 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 in the coming broadcast today about um, um, play and having a childlike spirit. But in this in this alignment, the kid is, rep- is speaking of maturity for as character. Character. And um, when you have something that's immature by character that is and can be a major flaw it can be a very major flaw and the thing that, that that the word of God talks about in us being mature uh, growing in him is that anything that grows uh, is in light it's in light and I'm going to share that more with you in a little bit, a little bit later about the light but um the thing that he was saying to me when he went in, in me um, preparing uh, the alignment was that we have to make sure that we're maturing and we're growing. And one thing that will stunt your growth um, is sin. Sin will, will, will arrest your development. And sin will um, cause you to stay stagnant. Stagnant. It will not allow your soul to grow, your spirit to grow. That's why it's so important to have uh, uh, holy teaching, biblical teaching, um, or any teaching that's based on truth. And um, that's why it's so important to live in the spirit because uh, spirit is life. Living in the spirit, in the spirit of Christ. He said, my, spirits are, uh, my, my words are spirit and they are life. Now, the thing that is interesting about the kid or the goat or being immature is that it's associated with the eye. More specific, evil eye. And anything that's immature, especially if it's in rebellion uh, and and it's immature because of rebellion and disobedience, um, it will be selfish. The thing with an evil eye is that it's associated with selfishness and with people who are selfish. And, and that's associated with people who uh, are covetousness, have covetousness, um, have envy. And uh, that's the thing we have to be uh, watchful for as we come into the new year is the eye. Now, while maturity is seen as the good eye, or a generous person, um, it's important to know that uh, that the Judah, the goat, uh, if you are uh, uh, good, tov, uh, that will bring forth goodness and, gener- and, and, and generosity. And that's, again, the blessing of the new year. Um, 
and uh, Tovashana, uh, Rosh Hashanah uh, of the new year. And celebrating New Year, and this is again a new year. <laughs> and normally we celebrate it in, in September, but it's still uh, relevant here, meaning good. So um, I'm truly uh, wishing you a good year, a happy New Year, um, as we come into January. Now, twelve meaning meaning good or the good eye, and ion. Showing us that Capricorn the goat will bring us a message of a generous person. Hallelujah. So that's the thing that we want. We want to make sure that we are watchful and prayerful as we um, come into 2020 and the people that we uh, encounter or, or receive. Amen. Jesus said, the thief only come in but to kill, so and destroy. But I come that you have life in that more abundantly. So in, for us to have, in order for us to have abundant life, we have to make sure that we are, first and foremost, uh, representing the good. Amen. Now, um, when he gave me that, I wanted to add Luke, the 11th chapter, the 9th through 13th verse. Because as we celebrate the Mass of Christ, and as I praise the Lord for uh gifts because this season is represented by gifts um, gifts that was given to Christ when he was born by the wise man when they came and brought all um, uh, 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 perfume and, and, and ointments and, uh, and oils and, and celebrating him uh, he was saying that then in order for us to have the good eye not the evil eye again that's the state of the heart Amen. The state of the heart. And not only the state of the heart, but it speaks to the motive. Because he said, where a man's treasure is, there will his heart be also. Amen. So uh, you have to be careful of those who um, have this evil eye, uh, who will prey on you and, 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 and because they don't have not done the work, don't want to do the work, looking for shortcuts uh, or just selfish being in the flesh wanting what they want by the flesh as James said you have not because you ask not and if you ask you ask amiss that you may consume it upon your own lust so anything that we desire from God we have to make sure that um, we're desiring it for the right reason for the right purpose if not it's just waste <laughs> and if you do if you do receive what you ask for and it's good it won't be good when you finish with it because it'll be corrupt because <laughs> you consumed it in the flesh not consumed it in the light of the Lord where it bring forth life but let me go to Luke 11 chapter 9 to 13 verse he says and I say unto you ask and it shall be given you seek and you shall find knock and it shall be opened unto you Amen. So it's just real simple. Real simple. The gospel is simple. He said, if you ask, it shall be given. You seek, you shall find. Knocking door shall be open. That's the process. Verse 10, he says, for everyone that ask it, receive it. He that seek it, find it. And to him that knock it, the door shall be opened. Uh, and the thing is, uh, with this simple application this simple scripture 
if you apply it um, with the right spirit, the right motive, as he lead and guides you into all truth to where your blessing is, uh, you'll receive what you, what you have. Amen? And the thing is, people are not, are not um, asking in faith. They're asking God uh, for it, but then they, they seek it from places where his promises are not found. So ask, seek, and knock is the simple application of coming into the thing that you believe in God for. Verse 11, he says, If a son shall ask bread any of, of any of you that is a father, will you give him a stone? So he's saying, I know what you have needed before you ask. If you, if, being a father in the natural, if you ask, your son asks you for bread, would you give him a stone? No, you would give him what he asked for. He said, or if he asks a fish, will, will he for a fish give him a serpent? So we have to trust that God knows what we need and that he's there to supply every need. The word of God says every good and perfect gift coming down from the Father lights. Um, and he delights to give us the kingdom. Amen. At his right hand is pleasure forevermore. Now he goes on to say, or another parable or if he shall ask an egg will you offer him a scorpion the answer is no he said if ye then being evil know how to give good gifts to your children how much more shall your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him now it's really something he said all he gave all these parables about uh, um what the parables about uh, if they ask about a fish or an egg but at the end of, of the scripture he said you ask the Holy Spirit to give it to him so that's what we should be asking for Father God give me your spirit give me your guidance give me um, your insight because the Holy Spirit is is the person that knows what everything is <laughs> he's the one that will uh, he's the mediator that will open the door for us and um, keep the, the ways open for us to receive it. So he says, so if you ask me to give you the Holy Spirit, will I not give it to you? He says, surely, and that without measure. So I just wanted to make sure that I included the the 11th chapter because in us um, wanting to see the fulfillment of God in our life for 2020 um, and God's will fulfilled. This is one of the scriptures that will get you there. Now, um, I continue the alignment by sharing that the star system in the celestial and in the, in the, in the Maserat, the goat has a tail of a fish meaning a generous person and that is simply speaks of Christ who gave his chi or chai meaning life as a sacrifice Jedi comes the living fish which is the sign of the multitudes of the redeemed who have been given life because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, our Messiah. Amen. So, 
fish uh, is representative of souls and life. And Jesus um, gave his life for us. He gave his life for me, which is why now I'm saved. <laughs> and, and he's now uh, the fisher of men. Now, um, the tribe that's celebrated this month is the tribe of Dan. And Dan means uh, to judge. Now, um, the tribes in uh, the Meserah is very important. That's why I include the tribes because, again, um, the 12 tribes and the meaning of the tribes, uh, which are 12, have the 12 personalities that is syncopated with uh, the different uh, signs that comes with the 12 months. So um, each tribe has a spirit and an energy that is released in that season. And um, when we are um, walking in the spirit and we're um, following the scriptures according to Jesus, um, we will see all of that come alive. Amen. Uh, it says Dan is symbolic um, to a snake who bites with venom of his anger. Now, which here, we, here it talks about the eye again. The eye of the snake, which represents Satan, um, symbolically, is the evil eye, who does what? Comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And again, Jesus said, I came that you have life that more abundantly. So, whether it's the um, eye of the wrong goat or the eye of the snake or simply a person, the eyes have it. And um, again, I-E-N I, I means I, which represents light. And that's another thing that Jesus talked about in him coming to show us the way to heaven and preaching the gospel. He said, if the eye is full of light, then the whole body will be full of light. But he said, if your eye be darkened, your whole body is full of darkness. So we have to make sure that our eyes are full of light. And and, and um, as the saying goes, the eyes are windows to the soul. And so that's talking about the, the, the natural eye, but it really speaks about our spiritual eye because it's with our spiritual eye we're able to see. Amen. And that's why it's important to make sure that you're hearing the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, you're hearing the voice of God and what he's saying because, again, his, spirit, his words are spirit and life and his spirits are it's light. When Jesus speaks, it, 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 it penetrates the darkness. And um, we must remember that one of his names is Elroy, meaning all-knowing, all-seeing, seven spirits of God. He always knows and he sees everything. Now, um, the two, our two eyes are given to us um, for the ability to constantly discern, which is very important at this time, being able to discern what to accept and what to reject. And we always want to accept the good and reject the evil. And this is what's being heard right now 
um, in the mass of Christ. Amen. In the awakening or the reawakening and the birthing of the newborn king. Amen. Um, not only in, in the world, but in you. And so for that, I gave you Isaiah the 7th chapter, the 14th through the 16th verse, which I've shared with you during um, this message season of celebrating the, um, Christ and his adornment. Now, I want to touch on the focus on this month, on what we need to be cultivating this month, uh, which is correct anger. Correct anger. Um, and how important it is to have a positive anger. Because Proverbs says, anger reset it in the bosom of a fool. It's, it's natural for us to have the emotions of anger. Um, he said, be angry but sin not. And so the thing that I so love about being the New Testament church is knowing that God is no longer angry with me. That he his anger was appeased by the sacrifice of Jesus and what Jesus did. So I'm not I'm not on that row. <laughs> I don't live in anything anger that represents anger. I live in God's peace and His righteousness and His favor. And so one of the things you want to be careful of this year is watch watch that spirit of anger that's triggered or that's released by people who um, are not righteous because. Um, uh, ungodly even a demonic anger comes from people who are um, unrighteous and I would even say demonic because I've experienced that in my own life I'm like okay how can you be angry with me when I don't even know you you mad at me I don't even know you like where's this coming from <laughs> so a lot of things that comes from um, anger uh, is rooted uh, beyond uh, you is really the enemy, especially if you've been redeemed by the Lord. The devil is still mad that I got away. <laughs> He's still mad that uh, what he purposed and, and planned for me didn't happen. Because it was interrupted by salvation. It was interrupted by holiness. It was interrupted by Jesus and what he did. So I wanted to touch on that. Um, if you experience any anger in the new year, make sure that it's... Uh, that, First and foremost, make sure it's not triggered by anything evil. Or if it, if it comes up in you, make sure that you discern why it is. You know, and even if you know what it is, don't let it um, cause you to sin. Um, and it's, it's a blessing to have a righteous indignation. Jesus had a righteous indignation. That's how he was able to, why well, he went and turned over the, the, the tables in the temple. He was a very meek and humble man, but he was also... Um, had a, a, a powerful indignation which came from God. Amen. And having a righteous indignation will release the fire of God. And that fire will give clarity. Amen. It will burn up and scorch anything that should not be. It will remove anything that should not be. That is not in truth or makes of a lie. That makes up a lie. So you want to make sure that you're, you're not um, having anything that makes up a lie. Um, now, possessing the attribute of correct anger will preserve life. Again, righteous, righteous indignation always will preserve life, not destroy it. Which is why God said he would not destroy the earth anymore with uh, water, but with fire. But it will be by his righteous indignation. 
And with the wrath of God, which comes judgment, he has no respect to a person. And I included Mark, the third chapter, the first through the second verse, where um, we see how they accused him of doing something righteous on the Sabbath day. And um, Jesus, um, when he looked around about on them with anger, being grieved at the hardness of their heart, um, he spoke and stretched out his hand and restored the man as whole. So having a righteous anger and a righteous indignation gets some get stuff done. It really will. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I got things done in anger. I mean, sometimes you got to be pushed to that point to get it done. Amen. <laughs> so God knows how to um, get us moving. God knows how to um, light a fire under us. And whatever righteous indignation you have about anything, keep it. Amen. We need uh, people who have that type of fire, which comes from our conviction. Amen. It comes from the passion of God. It comes from God himself. That's one of his attributes. So I really pray that this, that the year coming in, that, you know, you will have a fresh indignation, a fresh passion, a fresh stand uh, that will, that will uh, manifest God's righteousness. Now I'm going to wrap this up um, by what I shared regarding um, being able to transform any uh, negative energy or spirit, any demonic influences, uh, we have the power to change that by the power of God, um, by His authority, and most importantly, by the power of love. Love, 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 love. And I'm going to end on that note because... um, What's important to know is that love changes everything. It does. Love changes everything. And when we walk in love and understand the power of love, um, it is the purest, um, most powerful energy in the universe and in heaven. Um... And the thing about love, which which we should be striving for, is that being made perfect in love will not only protect us, uh, but will have the power to rebuke demonic spirits and transmute lower energies. I'm, I'm going to always go back to love because it was love... Um, and by love that God chose to fulfill his will. Amen. It was by love he chose to redeem us and re- redeem his creation. And um, everything God does, he does by his expression of love, his uh, uh, ecstasy towards us, his passion towards us. And um, I just want you to, to remember that, that whatever we do, it should be done by love. And in God's choosing to express his love by creation, by redemption, coming into the earth in sonship, in the holy divinity of his son, Jesus Christ, whom all power and dominion 
is given in heaven and earth. Love is the message. Love is the message of the gospel and of the kingdom of heaven that was taught to us by our rabbi when he declared the commandment of God, which is, he said, on these two and the prophet and the law. Love the Lord thy God with all their heart, their mind, their soul, and their strength, and love thy neighbor as thyself. And when we love accordingly to this commandment, according to the commandment of God, we are complete and fulfill the will of God. Because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. Amen. So I just wanted to share that with you. Love, love, love. Amen. Keep your vibration of love, the energy of love high. Amen. Love is the purifier. Love is the thing that will keep us um, protected and keep us moving forward. Amen. And again, love is the axle that keeps my universal world spinning. Amen. Peace, blessings, and much love. And I'll talk with you in a few hours. I'm going to get some rest and come back and be with you on Lisa Marie's Bride's Bubbly and Brunch. Peace, blessings. Speak with you soon.